ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabian edifies, exhorts, and comforts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabian pastors the Christ Our Savior Cathedral of the megachurch of Wasi, off the Nanavongo Road. His weekly Sunday services and turning point services on Friday are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now, here's the Bishop, Eddie Fabian. Wow. Were you blessed by that song ministration? Are you going to serve the Lord for the rest of your days? Hallelujah. Thank you. Let's put our hands together one more time. For our sister Jeanette, for blessing us with a song. Well, let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We thank you for another time in your presence. Lord, we pray, oh God, that the entrance of your word will bring light and life to us. May we receive understanding, revelation of the things concerning the kingdom and what to do to build your church. We ask, oh God, that your Holy Spirit will open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. May no one live here the same, O oh God. May we live here edified. May we live here built up to do your will. We bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to continue. Uh, I don't know whether today will be the last day we'll be talking about the, it's a great thing to serve the Lord because Sunday is our Who is Jesus Sunday. But... It's, it's been awesome. I've been so blessed um, learning from this book. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. And tonight, I'm moving to chapter 10 of the book. Chapter 10 of this book, it's a great thing to serve the Lord if you have it. Uh, I think they're finished, you see. They're finished. Anyway, but if you need one, we can arrange for you. Just that we don't want the situation where we have gone to bring it and nobody is buying, you see. And that's the way you go out. But when we bring you another, you see, then it becomes uh, something on us that we have to pay. So, chapter 10, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Why? You will not serve the enemy. You will not serve the enemy. Now, I want us all to understand that the reason why God saved you is not for you to just come and be happy in the church. Happy yourself, which is good. It's not for you to come and be dressing around. The reason why God saved you is not uh, any of the things that you are thinking about. There are a whole lot of things that we think about when it comes to salvation. That's the reason why people come into the church these days with the wrong understanding and wrong motives. But the reason why God saved you so that you will serve him. God saved you so that you will serve him. Hallelujah. I want you to turn with me to Exodus chapter 8. And verse 1. 
God gave his word through Moses. And the Lord spake unto Moses, Go unto Pharaoh and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go that they may serve me. Let my people go that they may serve me. In verse 20 of the same chapter, we see the same thing there. Exodus chapter 8 and verse 20. And the Lord said unto Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Lo, he cometh forth to the water and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go that they may serve me. Wow. When you go to chapter 9 of Exodus verse 1, he says the same thing. God doesn't change his word. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh and tell him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me. <laughs> then in verse 13 of the same chapter he says the same thing thank you Holy Spirit and the Lord said unto Moses rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say to him thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews let my people go that they may serve me wow what a God in chapter 10 <laughs> and verse 13 thank you Holy Spirit is that a verse I'm looking for okay maybe I'll come to that later but you will see that as God kept sending the message through Moses to Pharaoh, Pharaoh is a, a type of boss in the world. <laughs> he has made himself a boss in the world and giving people a lot of work and making people serve him. And the children of Israel they had been under bondage, bondage for a long time serving Pharaoh and Pharaoh has been very happy having them serving him and he, he was enjoying the people serving him but what he doesn't know is that God has just released them for a season and God wants his people back tonight I came to tell you God wants his people back in this church God is calling his people to come back and come and serve in his house. God is not interested in you serving the enemy and serving Pharaoh and working for Pharaoh. God saved you. So all the thing that he was doing, trying to get them out of Egypt, save them, bring them out, was just for one reason. Just for one reason. 
just for one reason just for one reason that they may serve me hallelujah amen so when you miss this you have missed the purpose for which you have been called you have missed it and a lot of people have missed the purpose for which God called us the purpose for which God saved you from the world was not so that you can just come and watch things around and come and receive, receive, receive the receive is good but there is a primary purpose and that is that so that you will save me I'm saving you from drinking appetition so that you will save me I'm saving you from prostitution so that you will save me I'm saving you from chasing girls so that you will save me I'm saving you from watching pornography so that you will save me I'm saving you from all the boys that has been chasing you so that you will save me that is it and as we come into his house whatever comes into us whatever is coming to us everything must be geared towards serving God and not the enemy when you read Leviticus chapter 17 from verse 1 Leviticus 17. Are you there? 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 Try and flow with me. I'm just laying a foundation. You know. But he said, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 2, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons and unto the children of Israel, saying to them, This is the thing which the Lord God has commanded, saying, Whatsoever there be of the house of Israel, what man soever there be of the house of Israel, that killeth an ox or lamb or goat in the camp or that killeth it out of the camp verse 4 must bring it and bring it not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation to offer an offering to the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord blood shall be imputed unto that man he has shed blood and that man shall be cut off from among his people verse 5 to the end that the children of Israel may bring their sacrifices which they offer in the open field even that they may bring them unto the Lord unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation unto the priests and offer them for peace offerings unto the Lord verse 6 and the priest shall sprinkle the blood upon the altar of the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and burn the fat for a sweet savor unto the Lord. Verse 7. And they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils, after whom they have gone a whoring. And this shall be a statute forever unto them throughout their generations. So God is saying that whatever sacrifice you have to sacrifice, whatever energy you have to do something, whatever form of sacrifice you have don't sacrifice it to devils have a mind that I am going to take it to the house of God when you take it there you are sacrificing it to God every sacrifice of yours my brother every sacrifice of yours my sister must be 
to God. We make a lot of sacrifices for the devil. We make a lot of sacrifices for the things of this world. But many times, the sacrifices we make for the things of this world, we make not even a quarter or one-eighth or one-tenth of it for the Lord. Sometimes you should look at yourself. The way you wake up early and you run, you run. You must make sure that you are in the office before it's too late. You get up way, way, way before time. And sometimes you give up other things. We don't get you on the page to even be praying with us. Because I have to go to the office. So you make sacrifices. You give up other things so that you can do the things of the world. So God is saying, tell my people, this will be a statute unto them and unto all their generations, Brother Ben, that any sacrifice you have to make, that sacrifice must be brought to the tabernacle of the Lord and that sacrifice must be done in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you read this book, you find Bishop Dag talking about he said, serving God is very important because whatever the case, you will definitely serve something or someone. Who will you serve? That's the question. Who will you work for? What will, you, what will govern your life? What will make you wake up early in the morning and go into work? What will you do or what will you die for? What will you spend your life's energy and zeal on? What will you make your what will make you undertake many journeys? What will will you bow down to? What will you yield to? Who will you serve? What will you serve? You see it may look like it's, it's a lot of repetition about the same things, but you will find out that the truth of the matter is that it has not occurred to us that we are actually serving other things and not God. We are serving other things. When you read Matthew chapter 6 and verse 24, Jesus says something. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Sister Esther, are you there? Matthew chapter 6 verse 24. Jesus said, No man can serve two masters. No, 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 no. Is it that the deception that I can serve here and I can serve here? No. No. If we can understand this, it will help you serve God better. But I think that we haven't understood it. We feel that we can serve two masters. We can have one master here and one master. Here. This is my master. Yes, sir. He can call me at any time and I'm running. I'm running. Hey, this one too is calling me. Running. No. You will never do well. You will never do well. So Jesus said, no man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one 
and love the other or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other. You, you, you cannot say you will serve two. No. By all means, you will, have, you will have one. You will love one and hate the other. Many of us have two masters and claim that we are loving both of them at the same time. It's not possible. Ask the next person, are you the one that they are talking to? You have two masters. Eh? Your shop is your master. One master. Your, 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 your company is your master. Eh? Your, your boss at the office is your master. He calls you, come now. Sunday, sometimes some of you, they call you on Sundays. Why are you quiet? You are looking at me as if what I'm saying, you don't know what I'm talking about. They call you on Sunday, we don't see you in church. And they can call you and you go. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they try to do things to lure you. And you look at it and you feel that no, this one seems to be more this thing, more powerful than going to sit in the church on Sunday. So let me go that way. Yeah. I remember one lady I used to have in my church many years ago when I used to pastor our church in Abeka. She told me, she, told, she said her boss, her boss told her that if she can add Sundays to her work, they will pay her salary. They will pay her three times the salary they pay her. You see, some of you are just hey, Charlie, this one. <laughs> you are beginning to make some calculations that hey, Charlie, this is my salary. If they triple it, it will not be bad. Just going on Sunday, you see. That is why Jesus said, You cannot serve God and mammon. That is money. He didn't bother to say God and the devil because he knows that the devil, you, you will see it clearly. You will say no. But money, money is causing many of us, the, the, the bottom line that is making you run around and not be there when you are needed to do the work of God and all that is money. You can go up and down and say all the things you want to say. But it all ends up in money. So Jesus said, nobody can serve God in money. It is money that is moving us. It is money that is causing us to run. If you can get to the place where money cannot be controlling you, where money will not be calling you, and money will not be moving you, you'll be able to serve God better, and you'll not serve the enemy. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. For many of us, that's the test you must pass. If you are not able to pass that test, it's going to be very difficult. Very, very difficult. And that is how God tests your love for him. Your ability to move away from money. So even tithing is one of the ways that God is testing you. Can you let go of the money that is in your hand? Can you give your money to me? That thing that you have, give it to me. It's a way of God seeing where your heart is. Yeah. 
where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. Is your treasure in the money or is in God? Do you believe that God can give me more of this money and so I don't need to go after it? Or you believe that mm, God cannot give me this money. I need to go. And that's why you hear people say, heaven helps those who help themselves. Where, where did you read that from? Which part of the Bible? What verse is that? Hey, Bishop, you don't know. If we don't go, we won't get money. See? So that's how your mind works. That's why money will control you. And so some of us, probably many of us, are really not serving God. By what Jesus is saying, you can't serve two masters. So if it's the money that is controlling, then it means that you are not serving God. Hey. Now today, dear, message Ben bringing. My flesh don't like this message. Yeah. When you are able to say no to all the things that the world has to offer, the money, the things. In fact, the lady she looked at her boss, and she said to the boss, "My boss, the three, uh, whatever you are offering me is good, but." I cannot sacrifice my Sundays. You think you can get a Jew on a Saturday to come and look for money. They like money, but they don't allow anything to take them away from serving God. Yeah. That's why God blesses them. They will give that day to God. It's for God. I will not... No matter the amount of money you... When they are driving their car and it's time, Sabbath, they, they just stop the car where it is. No work. Nothing is being done. That's it. They have stopped. They are moving. But today, a lot of people cannot say that, listen, it's time for God. Let me stop and go. When I used to be a lay pastor, or even just a, a lay whatever, not even a pastor... I mean, at work, when it's time for service, shh, it's time. I gotta go. I gotta go. And I'm conscious of it. And I plan with it. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. But for many of us, oh, there's some overtime money. Let me stay small and chop overtime. That's it. Let me continue before I get into trouble because time is you will definitely serve someone you will definitely serve something you will work for someone even if it is yourself when God offers you a chance to serve him he is offering you a chance to escape serving your enemy <laughs> there are many different kinds of enemies you could serve and none of these enemies is worth serving. It is always better to serve the Lord. God laughs from heaven as men choose to serve wood and stone rather than serve him, the creator. What a shame it is for man to bow down and serve stone and wood rather than serve the maker of all these. And worst of all, the possibility that you could be serving Satan instead of serving God. Then he said, 
Satan is a wicked master. Mm. Anytime demons are in control, they inflict harsh, cruel measures on those they exert power over. It is sad to see the cruel measures meted out by Satan. It is time to serve the Lord. It is time to distance yourself from everything demonic. Choose God. By choosing God, you are choosing not to serve the wood, stones, or even Pharaoh. Don't, 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 you see, that's why the Bible says that it's very difficult for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. <laughs> because when he says these things, a rich man cannot, cannot handle this one. <laughs> In Deuteronomy 32, oh, I love it. I just love the scriptures. Deuteronomy 32, verse 15. Are you there? Are you people there? Are you enjoying the Bible lesson? Tuesday service are Bible teachings. Learn the word of God. We just teach you line by line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. But Jeshurun, you can put your name there. Jeshurun waxed fat and then he kicked. That's what happens. When we wax fat and we have money and we are blessed and we are rich, then we kick. We don't like the things of God anymore. We just kick. But Jeshurun wax fat. When God blessed him and things were, he was okay, he was fat. And then. Thou art waxing fat. Thou art grown thick. Thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God which made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. He kicked. I don't like the things of God anymore. Now I am rich. I am okay. Fat. Life is good. LG. I'm doing well. I'm having all the things that I need. I don't need God anymore. Come on. Away with God. Away with the things of God. Away with all the things of God. Kick. Somebody kick so that you can understand the message better. When you go home, you understand. But Jeshurun wax fat. And he kicked. How many of us are kicking away God? And embracing the world. And embracing the fat and the money. And all these things, we are embracing them. You like those things. And you don't want God. You don't want God. And it saddens God. Hmm? Verse 16. The Bible says that they provoked him to jealousy. With strange gods, with abominations. And they provoked him to anger. Hey! They sacrificed unto devils. Not to God. To gods whom they knew not. To new gods that came newly up. Where from this God? Who saved you? These things that you are now following, are they the ones that saved you? Are they the ones that brought you out of Egypt? But 
new gods that have come up phones mobile phones they are new gods that have come up what else are new gods cars computers what else huh? fashion and then what else huh? social media new gods they say you have given yourself to gods whom you knew not to new god that came newly up newly up verse 18 of the rock that begat thee thou art unmindful and you have forgotten god that formed you you have forgotten god hey 19 and when the lord saw it he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters verse 20 and he said i will hide my face from them i will see what their end shall be for they are a very forward generation children in whom there is no faith when you don't serve god that that is how he sees you you don't have faith you don't have faith you cannot believe that god will take care of you yeah when i was going full-time in ministry that i said listen i know that god will take care of me they were saying so many things you know how they do oh why are you going this that that that, that. my boss asked me one question i never forgot it is the church going to give you more money than we are giving to you because people think that they can buy people with money and people think that when money is talking you must bow down so sometimes when somebody is not bowing down to money they get amazed Are you sure? Maybe they are giving you more money in the church. That's why. Because it's only money that can make you run like this. No. It's not everybody who runs because of money. There are people who run because they have a fear for God. And they want to serve God. My brother, money is not everything. Even though money answered all things, there are some things money cannot answer. It gets to a point money has no answers. Haven't you seen people sick in the hospital bed? They have a lot of money, but they cannot do anything about their sickness. They can pay for any doctor to take care of them, but there's nothing that can be done. You forsake God, you kick. I don't like God again. Then you rather serve devils, please. May it not be said of our church that we serve devils. May we be a people who love to serve God. May we be a people who love to run to the presence of God. May we be a people who love to say no to money and say yes to God. If there's anything, we must be able to say more yes to God than to any other thing. A lot of people are not in church now. And most of them, the reason is they are looking for money. Looking for money. Oh, I pray that this thing will sink into your spirit. Because God will take care of you. I'm telling you. If he sees that you believe in him, you have faith in him, that he can take care of you. He will take care of you. But if your faith is still in your money that you are looking for, and because of that you can't have, I have to go. I got to go. No, somebody, my business, 
You know, one lady, many years ago, where I used to have my church, she, she, she was a seamstress. And she, Christmas time, that's the time that they call cocoa season, isn't it? Because a lot of people are coming to sow things. And because of that, a lot of people don't go to church. Even Sundays, people don't go because they have to be sowing and all that. I remember she came to share a testimony. She said, she made up her mind that she would not let these things control her. She would be in church. If it's evening, she will be there. Whatever time she has to be there, she will be there. So, some of the things that she should have gotten that Christmas season, she didn't get that. But she was okay. Can you believe that at the beginning of the following year, I don't know how, but somebody recommended her to one of these banks. And they have this Sunday, Friday wear or something that they wear. They needed somebody to sew the thing for them. And they gave the contract to her that she should sew for all the people in the bank. Oh. When God decides to give you the thing, He will give you more that you can carry. Me, I was just saying that I'm sure that if she had even stayed around, maybe nobody would have even come to sow anything. She would have thought that people would come and sow, but nobody would have come. So serve God so that you don't have to serve your enemies. Number one. My time is up. If you do not serve the Lord, you will be handed over to serve your enemies. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47 to 48. If you do not serve the Lord, you will be handed over to serve your enemies. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 to 48. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, therefore shall you serve your enemies, which the Lord shall send against you in hunger and in thirst, in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon your neck until you have been destroyed. <laughs> you see, what you don't know is that when you serve your enemy, the end result is your destruction. He will put a yoke on your neck and cause you to work and work and work and work and work. And you are destroyed. When you finish, you have nothing to show. Have people working, 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 working. And at the end of the day, you don't even see anything. <laughs> you shall not serve your enemies. You shall serve God. I see you serving God. He said, God wants you to enjoy. God wants to enjoy you. God wants to be happy with you. And wants to enjoy you serving him. If you do not enjoy God, he will hand you over to serve the alternative. And if you do not want to serve God, the other option is to serve your enemies. Yeah. That is what has happened in places where people have rejected God. They are serving other gods. 
when you go to certain places, they have rejected Christ, this thing and all that, and they have been given over to other gods and they are serving them. And they are making them go through a whole lot. Hey. Number two. If you do not serve the Lord, you will be handed over to serve other gods and idols. Deuteronomy 28 verse 64. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other. And thou shalt serve other gods. Somebody say other gods. Which neither thou nor thy fathers have known. Even wood and stone. Hey. Number three. If you do not serve the Lord, you will be handed over to serve wood and stone. You say you don't want to serve God. That is going to be the alternative. Wood and stone. God saved you. Some of you, where you are coming from in your family house, you know the things that you have been made to serve. You have served all sorts of things. God doesn't want you to be serving wood and stone. One lady said that her husband, she was there when they brought something, a wooden something, <laughs> and they brought it to the house. They said that this is the family God, and it is going, they are taking turns in, in keeping the God or whatever. It is the turn of her husband now, so she, she should take it. Hey! A God that can be passed around. <laughs> Mobile God. The God himself cannot move. People must be moving the God around. And you are serving it. What, what, what kind of bondage is that? And the husband too was very happy that it was his turn. Mercy. Wow. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 36 and 37. The Lord shall bring thee and thy king, which thou shalt set over thee unto a nation, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known. And there shalt thou serve other gods, wood and stone. And thou shalt become, okay, maybe that would be another lesson I'll read. Yeah. Number four. If you do not serve the Lord, you will become a proverb, a byword, and a wonder. If you do not serve God, you become what? A proverb, a byword, and a wonder. Yeah, Deuteronomy 28, verse 46. No, I think the one we just read, let's keep it there. 37, Deuteronomy 28, 37. It said, and thou shalt become, oh, 37, 37. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword. <laughs> a byword. You will not amount to anything. Waka, you will not amount to anything when you are serving other gods. Beloved, let's serve God. I said, let's serve God. There's blessing in serving God. 
you will not become a byword. I say you will not be a byword. You will not be a proverb. When they are giving proverbs, then they will use you as a proverb. Have you seen this brother? This and that and that. No, it shall not be your testimony. They would rather be talking about the testimony of your life. How God has blessed you and how God has used you mightily. You will be an example for many people to look at in the name of Jesus. Number five, if, if you do not serve the Lord, you will serve Pharaoh and he will give you very hard labor. Hey! Exodus chapter 5 from verse 6 and Pharaoh commanded the same day the taskmasters of the people and their officers saying you shall no more give the people straw to make brick as heretofore let them go and gather straw for themselves and the tale of the bricks which they did, they did make heretofore you shall lay upon them he shall not diminish aught thereof for they be idle. Therefore they cry saying, let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let there be more work laid upon the men that they may labor therein. You see, one of the things that they try to make it look like is like we are idle, we are lazy. That's why we don't want to work. When they put the thing that way, it sounds, this thing is like, wow, yeah. If I one day Bishop was preaching about serving God and doing the work of God, somebody sent a message to him that uh, uh, you are stopping us from uh, what? What's the thing that he said? Honest work. You see, so when you hear the thing, it sounds very, it's like a very distant, and, and then that's it. You will just leave it. Say, so, yeah, we are doing honest work. Why are you telling us? But the truth of the matter is that you are serving another God. You are serving the enemy. And you must be able to disentangle yourself and serve God. Yeah. You see, it's not saying that everybody should leave whatever you are doing and come. But there is a way you can be working where you are working, but with a heart of somebody who is a full-time person serving God. Yeah. And that way, when God calls you at any time, you can leave what you are doing and come. But the way we are serving God now, and the way we are doing the thing now, we are doing it such that when God calls, He says, you know what, God, I, 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 I am busy. You, you, you know it. You know it yourself. You say, if anybody doesn't work, you shouldn't eat. Why are you now calling me? Oh, Margaret, what I'm saying. Whatever you are doing, others are doing it too, but they have taken it to another level. We can do the same thing. Yeah. I remember one of our pastors. He said that because he wanted to do, when he finished school, because he wanted to do the work of God, he decided that he would be a teacher. 
so that he can have some time when school closes he can have some time so that he can come and serve god that was his reason it's not that he could have gotten another job but he knew that when he takes up that job it will take him so much that he won't have time for god so he decided that he's going to be a teacher then he can have the day after the school to come and serve and then when school is on vacation also he can come and serve god there are two different people two different mindsets one is saying me i'm taking the thing to whatever and I am I'm working to get money. I'm going to be the richest man on the earth. But for whom do you labor? All these things that you are trying to gather, where is it taking you to? It's not going to follow you anywhere. The thing that will follow you to heaven, it's not all the things you are gathering on this earth. It will not go anywhere. And you are actually laboring for somebody, some foolish boy who is coming to chop your money when you die. Drink all the air conditioners in the house. One boy, when his father died, he was, father left him a big house with a lot of air conditioners in the house. And the guy will go to the beer bar and drink beer. And then when he says, you pay, he says he doesn't have money, but he has air conditioner. So he will put it down. So how much is the air conditioner? Air conditioner is okay. So he will drink out the air conditioner, the money for the air conditioner gets finished. Then you'll bring another air conditioner. He kept bringing, he drank all the air conditioners in the house. Meanwhile, the father has labored, 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 thinking that he has left it. Foolishness. Meanwhile, it's not going to matter when you arrive in heaven. Bible says that why don't you labor for the thing that will be there one day in heaven when you arrive there why do you labor for something that thieves rust and moth will come and eat you don't labor for the things that will matter in heaven sometimes we should ask ourselves the things I'm doing which of them will matter one day in heaven that way to change the way you do things it's not that some of us we don't know some of these things we know them I've worked in places where me too, if I wanted to follow the thing to take it to a certain level. But at a point I said, no, this thing, I know it. The more you get into it, the more entangled you become. And it's so difficult to come out. And Pharaoh wants to give you more work. More work, oh. You will see the work they give to you when you, uh, you have come here. Okay, please check this one and, and do this. And, and please go here and get it and, and gather the people for a meeting. And you will see the work that they will give to you. They want to make sure that you don't even get time to go to church. Because they say you are idle. We are idle. We are not idle. We have understood something. There's a place we have come from. There's somebody who has saved us. We understand that he, he has saved us so that we can serve him. For what he has done for us will present our bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable which is our reasonable service oh put your hands together for jesus hallelujah number six because my time is up if you do not serve the lord you will serve pharaoh and your life will be used to build the cities of this world yeah exodus chapter 1 verse 11 Hmm. Therefore they did, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithos and Ramses. 
Today, you should go to uh, London. Go to all these places. New York. People are there working, working. Building New York City. Building Paris. Building all sorts of places. <laughs> Laboring. Because as for Pharaoh, you have come. Oh, come, crowd. We are going to build the city. You see people working. You see Ghanaians. Sometimes when I travel abroad, I'll be at the airport. One lady, I was at one of the airports using the washroom. She was cleaning the place. I, I don't know whether they think that people can hear what they are saying, or maybe they feel. But maybe they didn't think I was a Ghanaian, or I don't know. They say, this lady. <laughs> but I can see the frustration of the work that she was doing over there. And the way I think people were weaving all over the place, and then she was a shanty woman or whatever. I don't know which tribe she was coming from. But she was cleaning the place and cleaning it. And I was there. I could hear, I said, hey, is there a Ghanaian? But we are building their cities. We are building cities, building things, building companies, building MTN, building AGA. Your flesh don't like this message. <laughs> no, but we have to say it. We have to say it. You are building it. You are laboring. Sometimes when I call some of my church people, they say we are in the sun. We cannot even hear you when you call. We are there. We are working. Hey! People are building the cities. building. See some of my instrumentalists, they can't come and play. They are building. Building. Busy building. Oh, Bishop, we cannot come home. We cannot come. We'll see. If the unexpected doesn't happen, we'll be coming. If the unfortunate doesn't happen, we'll be coming. We'll be coming. But we are building. We are very busy building. No, 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 no. You see, when I'm saying this, it's not like I'm there. I've also been there before. I've also been there before. And I also came to the point that, listen, this thing cannot be the whole, my life's whole thing. And where I used to work before I came full time, and even everywhere I worked, I would tell them, Tuesday I have to go to church. I'm prepared to do anything. If I have to come early to come and do something, but I, I cannot miss church. And my boss knew it. I mean, he, he just knew. So, so. The day he was sick and he needed somebody to pray for him, I was the one he called. Not any of the other people. Yeah. I met him one day in America. He was sick. He saw me. He said, Eddie, wow. When I heard you, I become a bishop. I said, wow. Yeah. You see, a lot of people also they admire you as you are doing the work of God, but they will make the thing you are doing look like some this thing, then you, you want to stop it. 
Don't stop it. Like this Sambalat and these guys, as the people were building, they came to stand this. Even that you had to build, if a fox comes to fly over it, to fall down. See, it makes the thing look foolish. They make what we are doing for God look foolish. So what's the point in doing all the things you are doing? Oh, my brother. It's a good work. Oh. The guy said it's a great work. I cannot leave what I am doing to come and be following you guys. It's a great work. It's a great work. In Nehemiah 2 verse 20, he said that, listen, our God, he will prosper us. Eh? What did the guy say? Nehemiah 2 20. He said the God that we serve, he will prosper. As we serve him, he will prosper us. Put that scripture there. I want to read it. They answered and they said to them, you can be saying all the things that you are saying. We don't care. He said the God of heaven, he will prosper us and therefore we his servants we will arise and build. He said, but you, you will have no portion. You will not have no right. You will have no memorial. We'll see when it happens. When you get to the, 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 the cracks of the matter, you will see that you don't have any right. You don't have any portion. You don't have any memorial. When we get to heaven, will you have a right? Will you have a portion? Will you have a memorial? I'm closing. Tell the next person, I'm closing. Open your eyes. Tell him, shine your eyes because he's closing. Pharaoh has drained all the energy out of you. I can see it on your faces. I want to close quickly because you have worked and worked and worked very grossly. You look very tired. I'm, I'm here and I'm trying to keep you here. I'm forcing to make you be awake. When this, this Pharaoh has taken... Number seven, if you do not serve the Lord, you will serve Pharaoh. And he will give you wicked men to be over you. I think I've said enough. Exodus 1, 15 to 17. You can write it down. Yeah. Pharaoh doesn't want to let you go. Exodus 13, 15. He said, Pharaoh will hardly let us go. Number eight. If you do not serve the Lord, you will serve Pharaoh. And he will prevent you from going very far with God. That's his plan. Exodus chapter 8, verse 26 and 28. And Moses said, It is not meet for us to do so. For we shall sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians to the Lord, our God. Lo, shall we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes? And would they not stone us? We will go three days' journey into the wilderness. And sacrifice to the Lord our God. As he shall command us. And Pharaoh said. I will let you go. That you may sacrifice to the Lord your God. In the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far. Away. Retreat for me. Don't go very far away. Pharaoh. Okay. Pharaoh. We have done everything. So okay. I will allow you. But when I allow you. You cannot be too much in the church. Don't go far. Don't join the choir. Don't join the praise and worship team. Don't go far. When you are speaking in tongues, don't speak some. Be there coolly. Just be there. Because when you go too far, I can't reach you. I won't get you again. 
Sister Lydia, have you seen the way the devil thinks? He said, go, but don't go too far. So there are people who have also come, but they, they, they don't want to go far. Oh, it's okay. I just like it like this. So wouldn't you join a group in the church? Oh, no. I just want to be. No. How can we build the house of God if we are not joining anything? Oh, go, but don't become a shepherd. I don't know why you would like to be the boss in your office. You would like to be the, uh, the chairman of whatever. You would like to be the uh, CEO of the thing. But when it comes to the church, you are okay with being the, 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 the seat warmer. Ask the next person, what are you vying for in your office? Is it a promotion? You want them one day to make you assistant, whatever. What are some of the things that they make you at the office? Assistant director of something, finance. Uh-huh. Now, there's a parking space for you. You park your car. That place, nobody parks the car. Uh-huh. That's what we are talking about. That's what, now we are talking. Now we are talking. You want to be made the, the director general. Or whatever, but when it comes to the church, oh no, I'm okay just being here. Then you say you are serving God, you're not, you're not, you're not. I'm just okay. Man. Anybody who is here, you must become a shepherd, you must have somebody that you are taking care of, you must have people that you pray for, and you must be accountable for them. This type of, this thing, you come and you go and all that. It's, it's, no. Jesus said, do you love me? If you love me, then you will do this. You feed my sheep. Hey. I think that people don't want my message. Go, but don't go too far. Hey. You are taking the thing to what? You have now become a bishop. Hey, you are taking it too far. Take your time. Take your time. Hey, that church, if you joke around, they'll make you a pastor just now. Please, when you go, pretend as if you don't know anything. Eh? And there are some people, you see that they, they are very wild people, but they will not join anything. Okay? If you are serious, small, they'll make you a pastor. Make you shabby. Into try so that you don't get too much into the thing. Otherwise, you cannot come and do the work that we are doing here. How come at your workplace you know all the things, everything that goes on there? You know this, you know how to uh, 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 do some networking here and join this here and do that here, do that here, but you don't know John 3 16. How many scriptures do you know? Let me close before you people are not happy with me because the way you look tired. Number eight, if you do not serve the Lord. Ah, I said number eight. Number nine, if you do not serve the Lord, you will serve Pharaoh and he will steal all your flocks and heads. Your business, your money, everything. Exodus chapter 10 verse 9. And Moses said, we will go with our young and with our old and with our sons and with our daughters, with our flocks, with our heads. We will go for we must hold a feast unto the Lord. We are taking everything with us. 
We are not leaving anything behind. Bring your business also to serve God. Yeah. Let your business also serve God. You are not giving your business to the things of God. That's why. And number 10. If you do not serve the Lord, you will serve Pharaoh. And he will take over your family. Mercy. Exodus 10 verse 9 again. Is, and Moses said, we will go with our young and with our old with our sons and with our daughters. Yeah. How is it possible? It's possible. Psalm 106 verse 34 as I close. Oh, Bishop Dag, thank you. What a powerful book. What a powerful book. Psalm 106 verse 34. They did not destroy the nations concerning whom the Lord commanded them. God told them that don't get involved in these nations and these things, but they were fellowshipping with them. They enjoyed them. There are things that God wants you to destroy out of your life, but they did not. In verse 35, the Bible says that, but they mingled among them and they learned their works. We have mingled among them and we are learning their things. We have learned them. But you see, Sometimes if you are learning some of the things, it's not bad if you are bringing it to use it in the house of God. There are a lot of things I've learned in the world. I'm using everything in the house of God. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when we hear some of these songs, you gave your life, you gave your life, and you turned my life all around. This was a song that somebody sang as an unbelieving song, an unbeliever song. And it was being used to do bad things. But you can see that the same song is being used to bless the church. So, as you have the beat, what are you using the beat to do? To bring problems. Sometimes people have no idea. The anointing that the devil gives to people to do bad things. Somebody said they went for a program, a program somewhere, whatever. They played, they were playing music, everybody was done. They played one particular song. When they played that song, the whole place became charged. By the time people were leaving the dance floor, there were panties, ladies' panties on the floor. What, what has happened when that song was played? Hey! What a song. Charlie. Now you see, God can anoint us to do greater things, so can be anointed to rather minister to people that by the time we finish people are down on their knees they want to give their heart to God some of you God is going to anoint you to use you mightily when you preach people will surrender their lives people will want to serve God people want to do the work of God people want to give everything to serve God and to follow God that anointing you have to talk sometimes when I hear some people talking I say hey some of us, we can't talk at all. Have you heard some people talking before? You haven't heard some before? When they are standing talking, they are not reading anything. Yeah, recently I was at a funeral. The man was reading the, this thing, tribute to the wife. He didn't look into the tribute. 
he said everything word for word, word for word. word. We were all amazed as we were looking. When we looked, then we see he's not reading anything. So, my darling wife, to you do I do the same thing in the book. He read about two pages. Hey, memorize everything in the head. Thirty-six. I close. And they served idols. You start these things, you serve idols, which were a snare unto them, a trap. Wow. Thirty-seven. And they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto these idols. Listen. Let's serve God in such a way that our children that are coming after us, they will also begin to serve God better. May all who come behind us find us faithful. May they come and find that we are serving God. May our lives be an example to them. May our children also rise up and call God and call on Him and serve Him with all their lives. That is going to be our testimony. This church is going to be a church that serves God. It's going to be our testimony. We will serve God with our lives and with everything we have. Stand to your feet, everybody, and let's close tonight. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord and pray to God. Tell God, I'm not going to serve the enemy. I'm going to serve you. I will not serve money. I will serve you. I'm not going to give over my business to the the world. I'm going to bring my business to you to serve you. Everything I have, all that I am, I'm giving all to you. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I offer my life to you. Everything I've been through, Lord, use it for your glory. Lord, I offer my days to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lifting my praise to you as a pleasing sacrifice. In the name of Jesus. Find that song and put it there on the screen for us. In the name of Jesus. Talk to God. Talk to God. One minute you want to talk to God. Ask God to take your life and use it for his glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, take my life. Use it. I offer my life to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I offer my life to you. Everything I've been through. Use it for your glory. Lord, I offer my days to you. Lifting my praise to you as a pleasing sacrifice oh lord i offer you my life verse one all that i am oh and all that i have i lay them down for you oh lord all my regrets and all my acclaim the joy and the pain i'm making them yours oh lord i offer my life to you everything i've been 
for your glory. Use it for your glory. Lord, I offer my days to you. Lifting my praise to you. As a pleasing sacrifice. Oh, Lord, I offer you my second verse things in the past things in the past oh things yet unseen wishes and dreams that are yet to come true all of my hopes all of my plans my heart and my hands are lifted to you Lord I offer my life to you everything I've been through use it for your glory Lord I offer my days to you lifting my praise to you as a pleasing sacrifice oh, oh, oh lord i offer you my life thank you lord and tonight as every head is bowed all eyes closed Maybe you're here, somebody invited you, you are not saved, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me, I want to surrender my life to Jesus, I want to be born again. If you're here, you want to give your life to Jesus, or you're watching on Facebook, just lift your hands, I'm going to pray with you. And I want you to pray this prayer with me, say, Lord Jesus, tonight, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today I will serve you I will follow you for the rest of my days thank you Jesus for saving me Amen and Amen. We believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook. So stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.